Hey, I'm Justin Sinceri, a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am currently in between sessions and just trying to bust out as many Q&A, uh, as many questions and answers. I'm trying to bust out as many answers as I can to your questions uh, before my next session starts up. This one is from Ginger on Instagram. Again, anonymous name, but whatever. Ginger on Instagram. The person, Ginger, says, Hi, Justin. I love your podcast. Glad you do, Ginger. She says, I'm not a therapist. I just really love learning about psychology and trauma. I wanted to ask you a question I've meant to ask a therapist for a while now. If you can't answer, I completely understand. In the book, The Bell Jar, two characters are talking and one asks the main character if she would rather live in the city or the country. And she says she can't decide and she'd probably want to live in between to have equal access to both. Her friend responds by laughing and says that she has the perfect setup for a neurotic because she wants two mutually exclusive things at the same time. This has been burned into my memory and I constantly think about it when I find myself wanting two mutually exclusive things at once or just having a hard time making decisions. The book is from a different era and people were less informed and I'm not even sure what being labeled as a neurotic means, but I was wondering if you could explain this through a polyvagal lens. I don't know what a neurotic is either, and I meant to like look it up, but it's I, I don't I don't I don't think I have enough clarity. I think I have an image in my mind in my mind of, of what that is, but I don't know how helpful <laughs> how helpful that is. So I basically I don't know what it is either. I'm not gonna use up more time right now to try and figure that out. But I, I would think that well, first off, things are not mutually exclusive, right? I don't think. As of right now, I don't think that. But as I talk, maybe I'll change my mind. I don't really think that things are mutually exclusive. I have, uh, I think it's totally possible and, and maybe even a good idea to hold a couple different feelings in your body at once. Let's just start there. And what I mean is you may have some stuck defensive energy. and that, That's what trauma would be, is being stuck in an autonomic nervous system state of defense. So flight, fight shutdown or the mixed state of freeze. If you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, listen to my podcast, uh, Stuck Not Broken, episodes 101 through 109. You'll get a deep dive into it. I also have Polyvagal 101, which is a shorter, more to the point uh, course on my, web on my website, justinlmft.com. But look, I don't, I don't think it's mutually, I don't think it's a bad thing to have a couple different feelings at once. It's completely possible and probably actually a very good idea when it comes to balancing your feelings out so in session a common thing that i do is is to help people feel that stuck defensive stuff flight fight shut down or freeze whatever it is to to feel it enough to where it's not overwhelming but it's there we notice it we don't we don't try and make it go away we don't minimize it we don't we don't excuse it we don't like none of that stuff right <laughs> basically we actually invite it to be with us and say hey what's up i see you i see you feeling come on hang out with me while i do my therapy session with Justin, right? So it's okay to have that feeling, but also have another feeling at the same time. And this is something that I usually, or I do, before going into the uh, difficult stuff, which is to identify what safety feels like. Now you would think that defensiveness and safety are mutually exclusive, but no, they're, they're not. These are both feelings that we have to be able to have and to balance. And I would say have at the same time, especially when we're working on trauma stuff, we have to be able to feel safety as well. Uh, to activate those ventral vagal pathways and to be more grounded in the present moment, to feel connected with with me as a therapist or whoever is in your life, I guess, or with yourself. So we have to be able to feel grounded and connected and 
also feel the stuck defensive energy. Now, when you do that, it becomes something different. So it kind of like is a blend, I guess I would say. So instead of it being this out of control, panic, kind of mixed uh, freeze state kind of thing that feels like panic or even rage as it comes up and comes out, or hopefully comes out, rather than it feeling like that, it'll feel different. Once we have safety activated along with it, it won't be this out of control, rageful, panicky thing. We'll actually be able to notice his feelings, stay with them, breathe through it, talk about it, feel it, and then watch as they shift or consciously notice as they shift to something else. It, it won't be, it just won't be that anymore. Now, if you don't have the safety state active, then when you, when you uh, go to the more defensive kind of stuff, then it is felt as panic or rage or whatever it is. It is felt as that. And then again, it just, just kind of gets fed back into the system because it doesn't actually discharge, nothing actually changes. There is no shift that takes place. We maybe power through talking about something uh, difficult, but then it's the same thing all over again. It doesn't actually, actually factually help. All right, it's just it's basically re-traumatizing. So we have two different feelings that you would think are mutually exclusive, but really are necessary at the same time. I think, that's, that's, and that's how I understand it. Now, when it comes to like wanting things that are external to us, like living in certain areas or maybe not being able to decide, I don't know, between whatever, a, a chocolate muffin and a blueberry muffin. <laughs> it, it's, it's okay to want two things at once, so what? Uh, and I think at that point it's like, that's, but that's not, that's like a decision. That's like making a decision, right? That's just, what do you think is best? A chocolate muffin or, or a blueberry muffin, and you may rationally think that they're both fantastic right now. You may rationally say living here or living here would both do something for me. And that's true. There's nothing wrong with that. So what? And so if living in the middle, to me, seems like, a, and I could be completely missing the point of the whole neurotic point of the story, but to me, living in the middle is like, I want both of these things, and now I have equal access to both of them. So what? That, to me, that's like dividing a muffin in half and dividing a muffin in half, and now I can have both. Awesome. To me, that's problem solving. I don't, I don't see the issue there. I don't see that as being neurotic. I think it's more neurotic to, if anything, if we know what the word means, I think it's less healthy to demand of somebody that they know exactly what they want and to stick to it, especially for like a long-term goal, like buying a house. My God, I, the, we, the place that we live right now is between both sets of our parents. Does that mean that I'm neurotic because we want to have equal access to our parents? No. It also had other benefits to living where we live. But for us, that was something that we wanted to take into consideration. So I don't, I don't, I don't personally see that as like a polyvagal thing. What's happening when we can't decide? That's a different question. Because because making a decision to live in the middle—that's a decision you did decide. You to me, that's problem solving. That's a really good thing. That's uh, being able to weigh pros and cons. That's being able to notice. I want this and I want this, and here's my solution. Awesome. That's fantastic. I don't see the issue with that. When it comes to not being able to decide, that's where it may have some polyvagal implications, but it may be an issue of you feel this impulse to go a certain direction, to maybe live in a certain house if in this context. Uh, you, you feel a, an impulse to have a certain type of muffin maybe, or you, let's, let's, let's get rid of those stupid examples. Let's say you have an impulse to, uh, to upgrade your life, all right? You want to get a new job, you want to take on a new hobby, and you don't know what to do. That may be an issue of not knowing what 
speaks to you and your system. That may be an issue of not knowing what safety feels like. So let's say you want a new hobby, and I like to, I like to journal, but I also like to draw. So it's like, well, what, I, what do I go toward? And, and at that point, it, it is an issue, I think, of listening to what feels inside of you, what feels uh, like it'd be the most helpful. What feels, what is your impulse going toward? Now, the, when it comes to the Paul Vigo stuff, it might be difficult to notice that feeling. It may be difficult to notice that impulse, that impulse towards safety. It also might be difficult to notice that surging motivation. And motivation to me is just uh, f- f- having flight by energy active along with your safety pathway. So you feel energized, but it's not this out of control mobilization. You feel energized and you're consciously able to con- control it pointed a certain direction. I guess that's more of um, discipline is being able to point it in a certain direction. Motivation would be just feeling it and then being able to harness it and utilize it and, and then use discipline to point it in a different direction, I guess. I'm just like trying to like tease out words right now. It's not super important. Basically, the idea here is that with polyvagal theory or with, uh, with noticing, feeling these little somatic impulses that we have inside of us, I think it's important to notice where when it comes to like finding a new hobby, like what what feels the safest? I, I think that especially if you're using it as a means to self-regulate, I think that could be helpful. But it's hard to notice those impulses toward safety. What we may notice is that we want to do something. And so we have this little burst of energy maybe. This is something that I went through a lot when I when it was um probably over the years before I realized like what feel, like what am I really pulled toward? I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. I was like interested in this, I was interested in that. One of those things was drawing and sketching and content creation for a whole bunch of other things. And so I just kind of felt like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, and I want to do this. And, but there was, it was kind of frantic. It, it was like this frantic thing that I couldn't keep up with. And it just kind of would spiral and then fizzle out and then that was it. And now when, with this content creation, with my therapy stuff, this feels more genuine. I feel calmer, even though I'm pretty worked up right now. I feel calmer when it comes to this. I feel like there's more direction. I feel more confidence. I feel more uh, discipline. So this feels more genuine. But I had to kind of go through these other avenues that didn't feel genuine before I realized, like, no, it's like this is this isn't it, and this isn't it, and this isn't it. But now this that this kind of does feel right. So I, I guess just to sum it up here, because I have my session starting in five minutes, to sum it up, you know, can we have two things at once that conflict with each other? Yeah, especially on a feeling level, and it might be a good idea. Can we have two things that we want at the same time? Sure. I think it happens to us all the time. And then can we either pick one or the other? Yeah, it might have to sacrifice one. But can we pick an option that is in the middle of both? Absolutely. For a while, I was doing the art creation and the therapy creation at the same time. It didn't work out, and I had to pick. So I wanted both both of those things. Does that make me neurotic? I don't think so. I think it maybe makes me indecisive. And maybe part of that is having that motivation surge up within me back then and not being able to do anything with it and just getting pulled in different directions. But at that point, at this point, uh, I feel differently. I feel more that motivation, but now I also have more discipline and more direction and I feel my impulse going in a different direction. And I've simply been listening to that as and like noticing that impulse versus other impulses that want to take me in other directions. So hopefully that answers your question. That's just kind of what came up with me in this very unoutlined, unscripted answer. Bye. Oh, uh, check out Polyvagal 101 on my website and or Building Safety Acres on the website, justinlmft.com. Bye.